Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and with me today, it's kind of a special podcast today, is Pastor Jose and one of each of our daughters. So That's right. Sarah Gonzalez is with us. Hello. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> and Addison Mel is with us. Hello. And they're going to be uh, unpacking the complexities of the universe with us and solving all of the world's problems. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that's that, 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 I didn't know it was that complicated. You you, you didn't Oh wait. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't think that's why we brought you on? To like That sounds solve hardcore. It? That sounds hard. <laughs> 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 all right, maybe maybe all right, maybe we'll save that for your second podcast. You know, we'll, we'll start a little bit easier today. All right. And today, well, I, I just thought it'd be helpful to get a little bit of you know, we've been on the podcast at different times getting diverse perspectives and hearing a little bit from their perspective and particularly about this unique season. And um, I know this has been a unique season for all of us. It's particularly been a unique season for kids, for youth, um, for you guys. And I, I actually just thought that it would be really fun to have both of you because you both are very fun thinkers and uh, conversationalists and thought this would be enjoyable. So we're going to give it a try. How's that sound? Sounds, Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, well, why don't we actually introduce each of you? Um, well, we'll start with you, Addison. How how old are you? What grade are you in? What school do you go to? Okay, hi. I'm Addison. Um, I'm 12 years old, and I'm in seventh grade, and I'm going to Culver City Middle School. All right. Virtually. Virtually, you're going virtually. Yes. Exactly. You haven't been <laughs> to Culver City Middle School this year, but no. you're going. All right, wh what about you, Sarah? Hi, my name is Sarah. I am 16 years old, and I am a senior at New West Charter High School. I was telling your dad the other day, like, you're a senior. Like, that's kind of my – so you're, you're applying to colleges and stuff. Yeah. Right now, so <laughs> that's exciting. That, that's, kind of, that's probably, like, it's whole, a whole other podcast and conversation we'll have to have. But how, how's the, I don't know, beginning of essays and applications been going? Um, it's kind of stressful. I have a lot to do. And, um, I mean, luckily, well, I mean, if you look at it from a positive perspective with the pandemic and everything, we do have less time actually like doing school instruction. So I do have more time to do like, um, work on my essays and work on college apps and stuff like that. But it's definitely more stressful. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, what, what, th these aren't even my questions, but I, I'm now I want to know, Jose, what's that like as a dad? It is. Uh, is it stressful or is it just kind of like, no, she's got to do the work. <laughs> well, she's doing all the work. I, it's to, to me, it's very, you know, very good question. I haven't actually thought about it. <laughs> let, me, let me gather my thoughts here. Uh, to me, is I'm trying to see how I can guide her, how I can support her. And also, I'm very encouraged to see what God is doing in Sarah's life and, and how... She's a self-initiator. I mean, she pursues all these things. And, uh, but also sometimes, you know, she has these times that it's normal, you know, where, where, where the stress goes and you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's worth applying here. I might not get in. So right now I'm just trying to come alongside and, mm -hmm. and support and tell her that, listen, at the end of the day, God has a place for you mm -hmm. and it will be what it will be. I think that's a good reminder for all of us, <laughs> right? Especially, especially right now. Where yeah. they, I mean, you know, like you're doing college applications. Lots of people are doing job applications, yeah. you know, housing applications. There's all sorts of things that bring, I think, you know, that, that's a that's a lesson we have to learn over and, and over and over again. 
So, so obviously, I think sometimes when we think about not being together as the church family, that you know we all think of that from our from our own perspective. I I'd love to hear just from you girls what what do you miss most about not being able to gather as the church? I mean, I like I we know what we think as as pastors, but what, what's that experience been like for you? And and maybe what are the what are some of the things you miss most? You want to go first, Daddy? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it's definitely the loss of community. Like we don't, we're not, when we're not gathering as a church, right? They, I mean, we know that we're still gathering spiritually, but there's still that loss when you're not seeing other people worshiping with you. Um, I feel like that sort of leaves a hole. Mm. Um, so that's one of the things that I miss most, having like a in-person gatherings. But um, the communion services that we have are really great because mm. we're able to see each other. It's like a little little taste of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, kind of like what Addie said, probably what I've missed the most would be the fellowship aspect because, I mean, well, I mean, I never really appreciated the church in this way until we, like, you know, stopped going physically to church, but I realized that the community was, it's very, like, especially when it comes to your relationship with Jesus, like, it's very encouraging, Mm. and it's very uplifting, and, you know, when you go out into the world, and you tell them, hey, I have a relationship with Jesus, most likely, they're not going to be as encouraging or uplifting, (laughs) so it's just kind of, you know, you get torn down by the world, and you have Jesus to help you, but also, I think that a really important part of that encouragement is having fellow believers encourage you. Mm. Like God uses them as well, so now we're kind of missing that. Mm. You know, that's really. <laughs> I, I think we we think about that as adults a lot, but even for you for you guys to think about the fact that it highlights the fact that both of you, you know, in a, your normal day are at school every day are like you're most of the people you're surrounded by aren't Christians. Right. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> and so that community is so much more like it's, it's a it, it, it provides that anchor and that reminder that uplifting the type of thing that is I think easy for all of us to take take for granted yeah what so what and maybe this is related to that but what, what's the hardest part about being stuck at home besides your dad's <laughs> <laughs> Addison's looking at me like there's no besides like it's just my dad <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait what do you think Sarah like what's the what's been Probably, I mean, one of the more obvious aspects that have been difficult would be the fact that there's, like, no sort of, any sort of socialization outside of your family. Mm. I didn't realize I was such a social person until I couldn't meet with people. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, so that's, that's been kind of hard. And I think that, well, lately I've been kind of running to people for comfort. Like, that's what I usually, well, that's what I would used to do. But now I'm learning more to run like to God for comfort instead of just depending on people because now it's kind of hard to just depend on people. So, mm. yeah. 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 And sometimes uh, the brothers are not that ready to... <laughs> to be the ones there <laughs> to for To be comfort. the ones to, yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it kind of, I mean, it's a kind of a season that changes your relationships with your siblings too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what, what, what's it been like for you, Addison? Um. Well, I mean, I've always loved to socialize with people. So now it's like just upping the level of how much I'm missing that. Mm. Um, but so, yeah, I agree with Sarah. It's a lot harder. Is Zoom the same? 
No, it's not the same. Not at all. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's just, it's a lot harder to socialize with people, like, over the internet. I never really got how you actually do that, because I never used to do that before the pandemic, so mm-hmm. it's been a tough turn for me. But, um, yeah, definitely the thing that I miss is being able to socialize with people. Um, but it also builds a stronger relationship with your family, even if there can be more tension at times. Mm. Um, because you, I feel like you build like a stronger trust with your family mm. when you're with them all the time. Um, and they're the people that you have to turn to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, actually, I really appreciate that. My, my next question was going to be what are like some maybe surprise, surprising blessings in, in this process, but y- you both already mentioned one, right? Both yeah. <laughs> the the fact that it's ma- it makes you turn to God, <coughs> right? It makes you turn to your family. Like there's these the, the u- these unique dynamics about that. Um, how for you, and maybe even for you and for other like friends you know, and things like how how has this season impacted your faith? Has it like has it, like brought up questions, made things more confusing, it made some things simpler or clearer? Like what's, you know, I don't know, when, when you think about how you're going to look back on this season and uh, the way it's shaped your faith and your, really your relationship with God, um, how has that played out for you in this season? Well, I think um, it's, it's made um, us have to like test our faith in the way that we have to believe that God is still in control. Like, even through all of this, which can sometimes be hard, but when you think about it, the world hasn't ended yet, even though some people may view the pandemic as the world ending. Mm. But it's, like, God's still in control, and we have to believe that he's still, um, he's still watching over us, and he still knows what's going on. Mm. So, even if we don't know what's going on, even if we can't figure out what the vaccine is or how we're supposed to, um, you know, help everybody, but God knows how, so we have to make sure that we're not putting our faith in, all of our faith in science and, you know, waiting for something to happen that's gonna change everything, Mm. because the only thing that can really happen is, um, if God chooses so, so. Yeah, yeah, that's a powerful lesson, I think, Mm -hmm. for for all of us. What what about for you, Sarah? Well, um, so that's it's kind of interesting. That's a good question because at first, when you know when the pandemic started, and I mean at the, in the beginning when it was gaining a lot of momentum and there was like all there's just everything was going on, it was very overwhelming. And I think that at first, rather than run to God, I kind of like turned away a little bit because I was kind of like, why is this happening? Like mm. I was like I was just so confused and I just I didn't know what to do exactly because. I guess my support system of like going to people wasn't really working anymore so then I kind of had to start turning more to God which um yeah which has become a little easier now but it was kind of hard at first because I mean I had gone to God before but not as much like it like now I'm like definitely more dependent on God Hmm. which I think is a good thing so yeah yeah and that's very interesting that you're saying that's I haven't heard you say that (laughs) But it does reflect, uh, I notice now that uh, as time has passed, that you seem to be more more peaceful, m- more like even though that you don't have to have a handle 
of the situation and yeah. you're trusting God and, and it's visible in your in your behavior so it's uh it's, it's, it's just amazing to be able to see that what what God is doing in yeah. your life yeah yeah it's a, it's, and I think all of a sudden we see in all these different ways right that God is using this and redeeming it in way to, to bring about these truths that maybe we didn't think about or have to wrestle with before right um, in different ways in different scenes or even at, at different points in, in our lives particularly if you've never experienced anything you know like this before so I I, I would love to hear your guys thoughts on uh, kind of like a voice to parents <laughs> in our church family like what what parents what do you think parents should know about their kids experience during this time I mean, you could either speak to you know what parents should know about you know the teenager experience or even what parents maybe should know that they could easily forget about young kids experience as you you know as you think about your siblings and things like that um you could in a veiled way just tell us as your dads what you wish we knew and could remember because we keep forgetting (laughs) (laughs) what but what what do you think would be helpful for parents who are trying to navigate this season with their kids to to remember um, or even just to know about their kids experience well I think something that's very important and actually my parents do a very good job of this is just having someone just to listen because during this season it can be very overwhelming and sometimes you don't know exactly what to say Mm. sometimes you I don't know I think it's very important though that when like if you do share with your parents how you're feeling you make it clear like hey I'm just gonna go ahead and like vent myself right now so that you don't like upset anybody because sometimes if you don't say that you're venting it can get some people upset but um (laughs) just to say like I just really need someone to listen right now and just you know just so that I can know that someone is there to listen yeah that's a good reminder for both of us (laughs) yeah this is uh this is something that I I had to learn very quickly Uh (laughs) because uh my tendency as a as a dad is to here, where's the problem? I'll solve it. Mm. You know, I have all the, the solutions. And then I, uh, you know, it, I it realized in talking with Sarah and with Becky and uh, that uh, it was just more listening, mm. just just uh, venting, having a, a somebody to listen to you what you're going through. So that that's uh, something that we're learning and continue to learn. I, yeah. I think also like particularly for me, because I'm just, I'm a very verbal processor like the way that I think is just through talking so sometimes even just talking helps me kind of figure out the solution along the way as well and having someone just to listen and just you know maybe help you with that is is really helpful so yeah Mm. (laughs) yeah I I, I really relate to that because I'm your dad knows too. I'm very much a verbal processor. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Addison knows as well too. I, I I like to talk, and you know, this is why I start sentences and then don't finish them because you know, mom something says something. That your mind goes up. too fast. My mind goes too fast. That's what mom says. Yeah, or my it's mouth. It's true too. <laughs> no, the mind, the that's, mind, that's the mind. Right. So, oh, but, cool. <laughs> but because, and, and I think in this time, I, that's something I've missed. I know I've missed that a, mm-hmm. that a lot not being around people and able to process through things mm. the same way. And I think that we can miss the fact that our kids miss that too and that they can't process with peers in the same way. Yeah. Um, and so they're they're left with us, 
right? Or their siblings. I mean, it, it, <laughs> right. what do you think, Addison? Well, um, yeah, it's sort of like what you said, um, but to acknowledge that like kids, a lot of the time, d- especially during this time, they're facing a lot of the same problems as adults, as their parents, mm. whether that's like stress or confusion or just like wondering why everything is happening. Um, so the fact that you can remember that you can relate to your kids, especially during this time, like it doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be something that you're gonna, you're, the kid is gonna tell you the problem and then you're gonna solve the problem. Mm. But I think it's more like you have the same problem as your kid. And so you, now you guys have to work this out together mm. where it's benefiting both of you. Mm-hmm. And so you know that you both want a change in something and yeah. you can both work that out together. Yeah, that's, that's so helpful. And I like, I don't know what it is about being a parent that makes you like feel like you're supposed to have it together. Or you're supposed to have the answers. And I mean, I feel like it's this has been true in our our experience that the, the moments when I confess and admit I don't have it together and either have to ask for forgiveness or have to like wrestle through things together are actually sometimes the actually the most helpful. <laughs> because it, it recognizes that we're, we're both human, right? And we don't have it all together. We can't, can't totally figure it out. Um, what, what about, so you know, you, I know you both had the spring and now you've had you know, a month in or something like that. I, who, who can keep track of time at this point? More than a month? What, how, mm-hmm. how, mu- how, much, how, much, how long has it been now that you've been in school this, this, this year? Yeah. Well, we started in, uh, wait, no, we started in, when did we start? Is See, this is my point. <laughs> Wait, we started. We started August, and now it's September. It's, it's been, been like two more. All right, it feels like forever. Regardless, <laughs> it feels like forever. So my my question is: is there is there anything that you have either learned or realized in your experience that, like, if you could tell other kids, hey, this is helpful, <laughs> right? It's helpful when I do this or when I don't do this or when I remember this or when I, you know, I don't know. Are there any tips for Zoom learning for other kids? Um, yeah, I okay. think especially for um, older kids, um, if they don't, if like you're not able to understand something or like you're just like really, really stressed out, you start to, some people like start to freak out just and then like they keep on freaking out because like that's just what you do when you're confused is you like panic because it's like dramatic yeah and you're a teenager so that's just (laughs) what you do but i find it a lot easier (laughs) to just like take a step back and like not freak out and view view the problem through a different perspective um if you view it like through like a Christian perspective and you know like God's always in control so you don't have to be Mm. um I know for me I like to have everything sorted out you know I wouldn't call it perfectionism (laughs) but (laughs) it's something along those lines um but so it's 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 helpful to just like take a step back and remember God's in control so I don't have to be Cool. That's super helpful. Any any tips for yeah. you, Sarah? Yeah, I'd say actually kind of similar to what Addie just said about, like, especially taking a step back. Because I realize that sometimes when I'm just doing my independent work and I'm realizing, oh, I have so much to do and I get, like, super overwhelmed, 
sometimes what I need to do is I just need to like take a break and sometimes I'll literally just go in my closet which is like devoid of any sort of like sensory stimulation (laughs) and um I'll just sit and pray and read the bible and you know that that actually really helps it puts things into perspective a lot I think because sometimes we just get trapped in our own little like world of what we need to do Mm. and we forget that there's like a whole world going on around us that God has intricately planned and intricately put thought into and that we are a part of and that Mm. even if we don't necessarily have it together God is still going to make it work we just got to like trust that that'll happen yeah yeah that's super helpful (laughs) I I think I might use my closet that way i'm I'm like that's a great idea (laughs) i have another tip okay okay this is is more of a literal tip but okay if you're on zoom and you get booted off you don't have to panic because chances are three other people are getting booted off at the same time as you okay it's not like you're the only person who's missing 10 minutes of class because your computer doesn't work and because your wi-fi shuts down all the time (laughs) so now you need a new computer Hey, okay. We I fixed the Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, now, no, now no, we're no, no. now we're angling for no. a computer. I no. see. I see what's going no, on no. here. The Wi-Fi literally does not work. Well, the the Wi-Fi is faster, but you need a faster computer too. Uh, uh, apparently, that, that's this the is connection. What, this is what's this is this is what I'm hearing. But I'm pretty sure when your computer says no Wi-Fi, it means it doesn't. But work. But what I heard you just say is that you should remember that there's probably three other kids that are getting booted off too. So it's you know. It happens. Well, but if you're getting booted off five times, I'm <laughs> that was sh- rough. Yeah, that was, rough. was not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, okay, so not, not only is this difficult for us, right? Difficult for you as kids, but I think, I think this season, I know we've actually we've all kind of in different iterations talked about how this is particularly difficult for certain people in our city, certain people in our country, even certain people in our church family um, who the technology doesn't come as easy for, who maybe they're trying to navigate this with their kids, um, but their first first uh, language isn't English. And so like getting understanding the instructions and things like that is particularly difficult or you know, they have to work to be and there aren't other options right they're trying to figure out how to navigate their kids um i know we've all kind of talked about this a little bit and even just the the, the tension of that on our hearts it, I, I also know sarah you've tried to do something about this yeah. you've like seen this and are like trying to figure out how how can we help why don't you explain kind of what you've been thinking and um yeah i i wanted to podcast with you guys about some of these things and then, then then this idea also popped up and I, so I'd, I'd love for the opportunity for you just to explain kind of what you're thinking and how how we can be involved awesome so yeah so what I what's in the works right now is I'm going to be directing a one-on-one tutoring program for some of our cornerstone espanol family mm-hmm. and it's gonna be all over zoom like for the time being because it that's just the most practical yeah and um so it's going to be where we're going to get tutors um probably from like our english-speaking family and we're going to partner them with a student from cornerstone espanol and um between the two of them they're going to work out some sort of like schedule to meet like once a week over zoom and just um work on the students schoolwork, help like come along Alongside them, encourage them, and help them with their studies. And also, um, we're hoping that this will also alleviate some of the stress of the parents. Because, like you said, right now the parents are having to stay home with the kids. They're having to help them figure out the technology, the school instructions, and some of them, you know, aren't 
they don't necessarily know how mm -hmm. to use the technology as well or they don't they might not understand the instructions for the schoolwork like the student will and they also have jobs and like you said that's very stressful so we're tr kind of trying to like show god's love through alleviating some of that stress for them yeah i was just, i such a blessing both that you've seen it and that i think this is such a simple like step forward in a way we can just a simple way we can love one another I, what i mean are do you have any idea how many tutors you're looking for um uh it's kind of hard to tell right now because we're totally. still getting students like yeah, we're yeah. still people who are saying that they're interested figuring out what the need is totally. what, what would you say dad well i think you have like nine students so far so far but we're okay. probably gonna need, get more. Yeah, yeah i would I, say easily can go between 12 to 15 to mm. start with mm -hmm. the, the first uh, go. So w do you, and do you imagine, w when, you, when you think about it, when you picture it is, well, what kind of commitment is that? Like, is that like a day, like meeting daily? Is it like meeting every other day? Or I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's gonna depend student to student, but. It, yeah, it will depend student to student. And also it's up to the tutor's discretion as well. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna set a base, a, like minimum of once a week. But if the tutor sees that the student needs more and they have the time to be able to help them more, then they can set that up hmm. and meet more often. That's perfect. So, and, and I know that you're, we're looking for just volunteer tutors, right? Yeah. People that are like, hey, I can, I can commit to an hour a week to, to meet with a student and as needs progress, right? Maybe that's a couple hours, maybe it's a couple of days, but you know, to, to help them through this. I think we're, we also have, in the works, we have conversations about how to help facilitate something similar on campus here so we can do some in-person stuff. Right. But, but this, is, this is like the first step. And I think this is like exactly what, what we need to do. And so um, I hadn't even like thought all the way through this, but we, we're gonna release this podcast this week. We should just give people your email address. How about that? Oh yeah, that works perfectly. Okay, if you, yeah. how about this? If you, we're, we're just gonna turn this into a promo <laughs> to try to get to try to get some yeah. um, volunteers to help in our church family. If if that's interests you at all, how how can they contact you? Uh, through email would probably be best. Okay. Um. So how would I? What's your email that? address? Oh, just, okay. Yeah, I'll just, just, give just it to say it yep. out. It's uh, Sarah S A R A dot Liz dot gonzalez g-o-n-z-a-l-e-z 24 at gmail.com all right so you now you can rewind the podcast if you need to write it down and here, here, here let me let me tell you two other like super easy ways to do this jose j-o-s-e at cornerstone wla.org you can email him yep. and he'll get it to he'll get it to actually i just i'm, I'm gonna say you can email becky <laughs> at cornerstonewla.org. I'm gonna get it to her. I'm gonna get it to Sarah quicker. <laughs> Becky at cornerstonewla.org. You can even just e email info at cornerstonewla.org, um, and we will get it to the right place. We'll get it yeah. <laughs> eventually. At some point. But that is, I mean, what what a great and perfect opportunity. And I think there's a very obviously a very real need, a very real mm -hmm. need in our church family. And this is what right this. Is, what we're here to do, right? To share right. with one another, to share what God's entrusted to us with one another. So um, I'm, I'm so thankful that you kind of just took this idea, saw it, saw the need and um, are making something happen. And so I, I am confident <laughs> that, that we're gonna get plenty of help. Um, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't help out. If you're listening, that means you should help out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are the reason for my confidence. Uh, <laughs> all right, so 
lastly, if you were going to, if, if, if somebody was listening to this in their car with their kids in the backseat, um, or if they were listening to it in their, you know, their earbuds and they were going to unplug it so that their kids could listen and you wanted to give one word of encouragement to other kids in our church family in the midst of everything we're all going through, um, what would it be? I think that it's very important that we remember that we are not supposed to put our faith in this world. Like mm -hmm. our, our comfort should not come from the circumstances of this world, but rather from God. We need to, I think, place more of our focus on God rather than our world. And I think that I found that particularly encouraging at least. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cool. What, what do you think, Addison? H how about actually, so I think that's, that's super helpful. And I think that's what a lot of us need to hear, particularly some of our youth. Like that's just a sweet reminder. What about for some of our younger kids? If you're gonna leave like a word of encouragement for your younger siblings, for like elementary school age kids as they do this, what would it, what would it be? I mean, you could just copy Sarah. That it was pretty good. But <laughs> like what, what, uh, um, how, would, how would you want them to be encouraged? So seeing as God doesn't talk through burning bushes as much anymore, the <laughs> Bible is a great place to turn to. Um, at especially um, my little brother likes loves to read Psalms every morning, mm -hmm. and I think um, that's a great place to start if you don't know what to read. Psalms or Proverbs are amazing to read, and they they'll give you confidence and encouragement that I'm not smart enough to give. So <laughs> I'm directing you somewhere else. Like if you want encouragement, you can go there. So that's the right place. That's perfect. <laughs> that is that's perfect. Well. Thank you both so much for spending this time. It's I. This is just really enjoyable. I mean, this is enjoyable enough. I don't know. We, we're we're going to have to do this again because, yeah, yeah. We really appreciate you guys and appreciate your encouragement and voice to um, not only to the other youth and children in our church family, but to our, our whole church family because uh, we all need one another, whether we've been Christians for a year, two, or 50. Um, we can speak amazing truth and reminders into one another's lives and be blessed by that so we're super thankful for you thankful for you both especially as your dads and uh thankful to you for listening and for joining us today so um we will see you next time and we will see you virtually on sunday <laughs>